Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity. Do it right now. Right, right, right now. Turn the volume up loud. Give me your electricity. Hi, bitches. Hello. Oh, you're hanging out with the two queen bitches. Bitch number one, Christy. Bitch number two, Kelly. Yes, back to the bar. We're back to the bar this week. I, I wanted to start off saying something other than, hello, welcome back to the bar. <laughs> I know one thing. I feel like I've been at the bar for way too long. My kids were here. So oh. every night we were drinking, like, oh my goodness, like I need a break. I did saw you, you I did a shot ski. I did. And I said, I was going to look for a way to um, uh, Photoshop myself into that. Yeah, there you go. You, you forgot me. You forgot me. That was cute. Whose idea was that? Mine. Oh, <laughs> the ringleader, the ringleader per use, per use. Yeah. It's terrible when you're on a bender and you like have to come up for air and you're like, listen, I can't do this. My liver is not in the place that it used to be. Yeah, like I'm not 20 some anymore. And you're not a dance mom. Cause I feel like during those days, our livers definitely got a workout because we were just, we were drinking away our problems. I feel like that is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, we probably need a meeting of some sort for it, but that's for a different show. That's yeah. that's like Christine Kelly go to rehab, mm-hmm. back to rehab. What's oh, we- that street called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, let's start off by thanking our Patreons. These are everyone who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and signed up for our exclusive content, which includes an after show video content, uh, never before seen, um, videos or photos that are shared every month. And I have to say someone asked, they were like, have they gotten through all the Patreons yet? No, the answer is no. Okay. It's, it's going on forever. I think we still have like 10 pages left. Oh, you're kidding me. No. Holy yeah. crap. And that's after what I read today. So if your name hasn't been read yet, it's, you haven't been missed. We just haven't gotten there yet. Oh my goodness. I promise you, your name is coming. Just hang in there, you little trooper, you. Mm. All right. Let's thank uh, Vicki, Mary Claire, Maddie, Kelly, Emelina, Moran, Anastasia, Orla, Chloe, Maya, Lisa, Alana, Jodiana, Chris, Kara, Eliza, Jasmine, Tatum, Sarah, Meg, Katie, Ashley, Alyssa, Kayla, Megs, Olivia, Katie, Lindsay, Hannah, Nav, Brooke, Julia, Brianna, Nikki, Miranda, Ellen, Tony, Joni, Jaslyn, Catherine, Lex, Jennifer, Victoria, Claire, Danica, Ellie, Jamie, McKenna, Courtney, Nicole, Caitlin, Rachel, Morgan, and oh no, not and Sarah. I mean, Sarah, yes, but 
there's more. Erica, Divina, Antonia, Ashanti, Megan, Sarah, Elaine, Katie, Hannah, Shelby, D, Jasmine, Ayana, Megan, Lexi, Garrett, Lisa, Megan, Autumn, Riley, Joe, Sarah, Tatum, Shelby, Paige, Cami, Sarah, Riker the Striker. That's funny. Uh, Cassandra, Lux, Catherine, Kristen, Stevie J, Sadie, Rihanna. You think? Ida, Ellen, Leo, Sam, Fiona, Kayla, uh, Colleen, Tannis, Magali, Renee, Sunny, Georgia, Catherine, Katie, and Clara with a K. That's cute. Hi, Clara with a K. Uh, so thank you guys all so much. Yes. I can't believe there's 10 pages more. And, and by the time this airs, there'll probably be 15 pages more. But I have to say, so I was uploading some of the um, never before seen stuff. We've got some good content coming up. Oh, good. We do. We have some good stuff. I happen to have a couple of the dances, like the full dances. Um, Actually, I have all three from this episode. So that's exciting. I just uploaded uh, stills from the girls doing nip tuck. Uh, Chloe solo watercolor. What was it? Watercolor something or another watercolor fucking dreams pain moments i don't know they all sound the same uh i thought i thought that i would have uh stills from those both of those trios that day but i don't so i don't know yeah but yeah lots of good stuff i still have pictures that you've shared so i know you're a good girl So there's lots of good stuff, but yeah, if you go over to back to the bar and the best part about the Patreon is once you subscribe, you get access to like all of the back content. So if you need a major Christy Kelly fix, you definitely can get it. Watch us. You can binge us. (laughs) You can binge us. So Kel, do we want to talk? Do you want to talk about the exciting thing in your world? What? My new computer. Yeah. Working. Broken page helped me. I, I took all three of us. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have a breakdown of what your contributions were. Oh, I didn't do shit. Right. I know. That's I what you said. Took the computer and said, here, I need this on there and I need this on there. And they and here's it. my fingerprint to turn it on. Yeah. And I I don't want anything else on here. Yeah. Just the things to feel because I don't want to like get confused and bogged down on yeah. this, like my old one because I don't know how to do anything with it. So I only have Zoom and Audacity to film. That's it. Oh, and my email because I got to do the email to get the Zoom to come up. Okay. Three things I have on here. Well, you need your your Google Drive so you can drop the stuff in it. Oh, fruitcakes! I didn't have them do that. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think if you use the link I sent you in the email, you should be able to click through it. Yeah, I hope. Fruit cakes. Oh, you're an idiot. What are you drinking? I have a crazy drink today. Look at this. I bought these when my kids came. You get it? Oh my at- God. Yeah. Look, all that shit floating in there. It it's looks a- like a worm in tequila. No, it's pina colada. What is it the stuff floating in it? Powder and like dried fruit in there. And you add the rum and let it soak for like five hours. That's then- so cute. TJ Maxx, man. TJ oh, Maxx. Oh, God. Kelly. 
All you have to do is add the alcohol and then you add mixer to it. I'm having pina colada. I'm just having my standard Kahlua in my coffee. Look, it's early. I know. I'm boring. I was going to have a cup of tea. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? No, you keep cutting out. Oh, my new computer. It's supposed to be better, not worse. How about now? It's better. Maybe I was moving. I don't know. Well, we can hear you now. Okay. That's funny, TJ Maxx. I know. I am boring. I can't help it. I am running on empty. They had all kinds of those. You could add like, they had ones you could make sangria. Oh, fun. I bought a whole bunch of them. I think I bought 10. (laughs) (laughs) Flavors. I didn't know what we would like. And I thought, oh, those are easy to make. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I just saw that I am very intrigued by, but also yet uh, terrified of because it means that I could die. Um, White Claw just started making vodka. That's the same flavors as the White Claw. So then you can add the vodka to the White Claw. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. A little sweet. I don't know. White Claws aren't very sweet though. I don't know. I don't like them. Uh, I don't like Truly. Truly, I think are super sweet. I like White Claw because they're not as sweet. I can't really even say because I really have never, I had a sip of a White Claw once and I'm not not big on that like carbonated shit. Yeah. I actually don't love carbonation because it makes me a little like bloated and you're gross. Like, although you drink beer, I can't drink a beer. I cannot drink a beer to save my life. No, beer gets me so drunk. I can't even see straight. That's crazy. I know. I could drink a fifth of vodka before I could drink like a six pack. Huh. Uh Uh-uh. Two beers. I'd be dead. Me full. Yeah. Like you said. <clears throat> and I have to pee every two seconds. Right. Correct. Ugh. That is correct. It is terrible. Well, I think that has something to do with, I don't know, three children, having three children, your bladder's destroyed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah for sure. Oh, well, speaking of those children, uh, I don't know. You're oh no, there was moments your kids got tortured in this week's episode. Never mind. I lied. Yeah. yeah. This episode, you can tell, and I definitely have notes about this as we go through the episode. You can tell that things are starting to take a dark turn, a darker turn. Oh, I'm with- definitely different in this starting like now or last week, even. Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit, but um I think that this is uh you can see Abby really starting to be awful and I'll, I'll use Chloe because I noticed it because Chloe got the Joffrey scholarship and got first place and you can see Abby is pissed off about that and she's awful to her this whole episode because she's bad yeah like about that and that was really obvious to me and I'm probably overly sensitive about it because I'm her mom so I'm like looking at it from a different lens yeah. but you can absolutely see a turn that the show's starting to get just a little bit darker and it's going to continue to get darker. So, (laughs) so I think all of our light and bright fun might be coming to an end. Although there were a few really great lines in this one, I'm going to say. Okay. Well, me, I was being quiet. I kept saying I was being, being have the last few episodes. Yeah, no, not. I, I start being bad. You do start being bad. You do start being bad. I was actually, it it was funny because obviously I know 
things from a different perspective. And when we would go back and we watch the show, watching how you were edited and portrayed, like they weren't showing you to be like, I was the more controversial one, like the bitchy one. And you always just got lumped in with me. And also we were also code for like the producers, everything the producers did that anybody didn't like, they'd be like, Christy and Kelly are doing this. But I, you definitely start uh, coming out of your shell, shall we say. I do. I I ended up to here with uh, bullshit. Yeah, same. Same. All right. So this is your week to recap. I'll let you go because it's a longy. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's season two, episode 13, and it was called The Battle Begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we start off of us going into Pyramid. And did you hear the Summer Love song playing? In the yeah, I did. Instrumental part of it, but they use that all the time. Now, I wonder if that was like the words were written because they use Summer Love song all during season one and two. And I'm like, did they write words for it for Brooke to sing or were there? Because I didn't know, they didn't know she was going to sing at that point. Sure. Yeah. But who knows? So we go into pyramid and you were wearing shoes. Yes. We were all wearing shoes except for one person. Melissa. Yep. How did I guess that? I know. And I was literally like, I think I wrote somewhere. uh, I don't even know where it was, but I was like, Wait, hold on. I think it's on page two. Um, I think I wrote the word kiss ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why our kids were nice too. Yeah. Yeah. Not us. We were nope. I should have left my damn shoes off. Oh, I think that would have made a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your page and the girls asking, where's Abby? And you say that she just, ditched us in Jersey. Maybe she didn't come home. We should, we couldn't be so lucky. Yeah. We were like praying that was true. Well, when she ditched us in Jersey, she went straight to Florida. Yeah. So I was hoping she stayed there. Yes. That would have been nice. So you in interviews say that Abby's late to pyramid because she doesn't want to face the moms. Last time she saw us, she ditched us and, and our kids and we're going to hold her accountable for that. Okay. So we know Abby likes to deflect. So yes, yes, she does. Yes. But, and I asked you, do I think that, you know, Abby's going to apologize to us? <laughs> do that, those words really even come out of my mind. And then Paige chimes right in. She's yeah. like, she never apologizes. How about that? Paige goes. That's <laughs> <sighs> funny. Yeah. She was funny. Yeah. Oh, I loved Chloe's hair in Pyramid. She had it down with that little twist. It looked so pretty. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it was pretty. And then the minute they started like getting ready to rehearse, she whipped that thing up in a ponytail because you knew she was afraid. She'd have her hair down. Yeah. God almighty. Yep. So Holly says in interview that she thinks Abby left the competition in New Jersey because Maddie forgot her dance. And that's totally unreasonable. (laughs) <laughs> and then so a flashback to Maddie forgetting her dance and running off the stage. And Melissa sticks up for Abby and says, maybe she's in the ladies' room. <laughs> oh, okay. Remind me in the after party to tell the story about the time Abby met me in the ladies' room. Oh, okay. I'm putting a note so I don't forget. Okay. Kelly, you know this story. You just don't know that you know the story. I, I never remember anything. Yeah. 
So we see Abby coming into the studio and, you know, you say to me, does anybody feel the black cloud approaching the <laughs> weather forecast? <laughs> I just laugh. Yeah. So Abby tells us, you know, she welcomes everybody back. And um, she says that, you know, New York didn't go as expected. And they show the group member getting 10th place, which, ugh. Right. Um, then she congratulates Chloe for getting first place. Congratulations on yeah, first place, Chloe. Yeah, she really thrilled about that. <laughs> she never said anything about the Joffrey Scholarship either. Oh, no? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. God forbid she wouldn't want to, like, plug one in for Chloe. Nope. No. So Abby says that Chloe won for herself, for Abby, and for the ALDC. <laughs> How about your face? <laughs> Always. Mm-hmm. Um, so Holly's, you know, upset with Abby, and she, you know, starts talking to her about her double standards and all that. And Abby says, I think you assume that I was upset because of Maddie running off the stage. You're absolutely right. That's why I left. So um, Holly says, you know, after forgetting a dance that all the girls deserve a hug from their coach or their teacher. And Abby starts screaming, Nia had you. Um, She went to you when she forgot her dance. And then, go ahead. Yeah, but Maddie had her mom. Exactly. I was going to say that. But I don't know. I guess Abby thinks she's more important to Maddie. I don't know. I don't either. Did you notice when we were going, these clips went really fast. Like, so Abby said that, then you said, um, why, why don't you be an adult, the leader and call, console them first. Then I'm like, you yelled at Paige and told her she was stupid. And um, when Maddie does it, you forgive her and it's okay. It wasn't Maddie's fault. Mm -hmm. And you chime in and say, um, the case in point is we know you don't care. And Abby's yelling, some kids are just special. I, like the word, the fact that those words came out of her mouth, like just drive me crazy, but. Uh-huh. And, and to say it in front of those children. I know. Yeah. I, so it's like just saying like, you guys aren't special. Yeah. I don't care. I don't give a shit about you guys. I only yeah. give a shit about Maddie. Exactly. But whenever those clips were going, it was so fast. They definitely like cut and pasted all those. Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. Like we said them like that all in order and that quickly. No, I'm sure there was a lot more arguing that took place in there with people chiming in. You know, I'm sure Holly said more. I'm sure you piped in and then Abby getting to the point where she's screaming. But it's just, it's, she's so like, uh, she's an abomination of evil. Holly said it best. Yeah. Yeah. So Abby tells us in her interview that she didn't abandon the team, that no okay. one pays her to go to a competition. She goes because she wants to be a dance teacher and not a babysitter. Uh, I'm pretty sure Lifetime was paying her to show up to the dance competitions. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she I hate that she's like, you're not paying me. No, your contract states that you're going to be there. Exactly. But she did abandon the team. Yes. Going home or leaving and going to Florida and leaving us at the competition by herself is abandoning the team. Yes. There's no way to go about it. I love when she shushes us and tells us her time is valuable. Like our time isn't. It isn't. No. Yeah. Oh, well. So Abby tells us that this week um, we're going to Next Star and it is located in Upland, California. Mm. 
We look thrilled to be going to LA. We're probably like, God, that's such a long flight for a weekend. That's why we were miserable. That that was very hard. Like, I don't think people realize how hard that was to do that every week. Oh, yeah. Like just to fly. And then, then for it to be like, what was it? A four hour flight? No, to LA, it's like five and a half if, if it's direct. And most of the time we had layovers and, and you have the three hour time difference. So you're getting up a different time. You're going to bed and then it's just a quick weekend and the kids are going back to school on Monday. And then you you still have the time change thing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a day to get it back. Nope. When you travel like that, you have a day to recoup, but we've Mm-mm. never done it. Nope. It's so hard. I do want to say one thing. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give Abby a compliment. I like her makeup in her interviews. I think her makeup looks good. I don't always think Abby's makeup looks good. I thought her makeup looked good in her interview this time. She must've not had a say in what they did. Cause when she had a say, she's like, make me look like a drag queen. Yes. You know, that's the desired go-to look I'm always looking for. Me too. Although usually their music, makeup is beautiful. I was just going to say that. I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> I take that they back. Way better than I do. I can Yeah, that. actually, that's true. Amazing. That's true. That's true. I shouldn't say make me look like a drag queen. She means make me. She used to always scream Delta Burke, big like Delta Burke, like for her hair. Yeah. I have some diet coat. Uh, so Abby tells us that um, the kids in California are fearless. Oh, our kids need to be forthcoming with their faces. Um, she's like, our kids, like she's act. saying our kids don't. Like it takes a lot to draw personality out of our kids. But I disagree with that. Yeah, yeah I totally disagree with they, that. They have a lot of facial stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but whatever, it's just an opportunity for her to say something rude. So, I mean, look, we don't pass those up very often, do we, Ab? Okay. So we go to pyramid and at the bottom of the pyramid, of course, is Paige. Mm -mm -mm. Of course. And she says, you know, that Paige messed up the prop. The first thing she said was you have to handle the prop. And first thing Paige did was let the prop go. I don't think that screwed it up. The dance. No. Jesus Christ, that dance was a train wreck with or without Paige letting a prop go. God. So then I didn't even notice Paige letting a prop go. I didn't either. I just noticed it being very flimsy. And let me tell you, we got to the point where when we watched dances, we were looking for whatever tiny thing our kids did wrong. Yeah, if they didn't point a finger the correct way, we were like, that's what we're going to get yelled at for. Exactly. Exactly. I had a harder time because I had to watch two. Right. But I don't know. I didn't see it. So next we have Nia. And I thought this was totally ridiculous. Oh, my God. She's um, at the bottom of the pyramid because she kept pulling up her bike guitar. Yeah. <laughs> she's not concentrating on what she's doing. <laughs> um, I said grasping much ab. That's what I wrote. It's like. That was like Paige last week. Uh-huh. I bought it because she was on her phone. Yeah, get out of here. Like, come on, come up with something better than that. At least make it somewhat dance related. Yeah. Not like you had a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. So then we have Brooke and she, Abby tells her that everybody else went in with point shoes on, uh, but Brooke wasn't going to do point. 
And she said that the judges know that and think that her ankle should be strong enough to go on point. I would have loved to have seen Brooke do her acro solo in point shoes. How about you? Yes, me too. But I don't even think, I don't know if Brooke was really even on point for very long then. I don't think she went on point till she was 13. I thought Brooke went on point earlier. I don't know. But I mean, the point is, the point isn't the point shoes. The point is, is Abby's just looking for bullshit to like blame the kids for. If, if Abby really wanted Brooke to do point because she was 13 as her dance teacher, she would have been like, make sure you have your point shoes, 13 year old. That's her job. Yeah. She always tells us putting on their ballet shoes. So she probably assumed she was supposed to put on her ballet shoes. Sure. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Maybe she <laughs> to wear ballet shoes. I, I mean, she knew she wasn't getting the part anyway, so. Right. Yeah, here's my acro trick. Why wear my point shoes? I ain't going to get the part. Mm-hmm. So in the third row, we have Maddie. Um, she said that um, she should be on the bottom since she ran off stage, but um, she's not. Because she's the responsible one that everyone counts on. WTF. She, I, I just, she forgot her dance. She should be on, yes, the, Nia's, Nia's on the bottom for pulling up her bike guitar. And when Paige forgot her dance, when Chloe forgot her dance, when Nia forgot her dance, they might not have been the very last spot, but they were definitely on the bottom. I feel like they were all on the bottom, but, uh, oh, here. So when Chloe forgot her dance, um, she was fourth on the pyramid. So that would have put her like on the bottom row. When Paige, she was fifth on the pyramid. She was on her bottom row. Nia was sixth on the pyramid, bottom row. Yeah. But that's, it's just Abby always I like. I think it's ridiculous that Nia yeah. is below her because she pulled up her leotard. And Absolutely. Above her. Like, that's not fair. Um, so we go to. Uh, you had interview and you say when Chloe, Nia and Paige forgot their dances, they were at the bottom of the pyramid. You say that you think Maddie um, was in the middle because Abby plays favorites, which is what we just discussed. Correct. Yes. And I also feel like when I said Chloe, Nia and Paige, like that little sentence, it sounded like they chopped that up. So I'm assuming that was great. Yeah. That was very choppy. I mean, but maybe they just needed those words together. Cause I would have said that, but it sounded terrible. They should have had me do a pickup for that. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have Mackenzie and Abby says that um, she's proud of her being that high on the pyramid and that it's her face, you know, that's getting the audience interacted, which I think we all use our faces. I do too. Sometimes it's all we've got. If our choreography sucks. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our choreograph, our choreography, I can't even speak. Our choreography this week, I thought was terrible. Oh my God. I, I have plenty of notes about that. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And what's funny about that is there was so much pressure that Chloe was the leader this week and every single dance was terrible. Yeah. Except I did like Mackenzie's dance. Well, because she wasn't against anybody. Any, that didn't count. Right. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, Cal. I'm just saying that was the only choreography that was good. The rest of it was shit. So on the top row, we have Miss Chloe. Woo! He tells her, you know, congratulations, Chloe. You're on the top of the pyramid. And the 
she will be featured in the group number this week. Did you see my face? No. Let me show you my face, Cal, because I literally look like a serial killer. I don't know why I look like this. This must have been happening like, I don't know. I feel like maybe they were, they used a shot when I wasn't paying attention. Look at me. I'm like, (laughs) what am I doing? No idea. And why am I wearing a jean jacket? Melissa was wearing one too. I know we were twins. We, we, we texted each other after the sleepover, after we braided each other's hair. I, you didn't I'm wearing the shirt I had on and was that in pyramid? Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite shirt of the episode. You win. I think that shirt is a really cute shirt. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so Abby tells us that she entered a solo for Maddie, but she's going to pull it because she wants Maddie to get her head on straight. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, she, and she says in her interview that she noticed uh, she she's noticed some subtle changes in Maddie. Um, she's humbled, but cer- certainly from her experience. But I think that in time, she'll bounce back. Okay. She wasn't concerned about us bouncing back. I know. <laughs> she's not concerned. <laughs> so then she tells us that there's a trio, and that is Brooke, Chloe, and Paige, and it's called Girls in the House. Uh-huh. And they need to be on fire on stage. Oh, yes. Smoky. Oh, yay. Um, so she talks about the group dance and says that um, it's called I Want It Now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was called I Want It All. All right. I had that wrong. I don't know. I'm just reading what he has on here. No, no, no. I'm sure you're right. I just wrote it wrong on Patreon. So I have to change it. Um, but Abby says the pressure is on. And when we get to competition and you walk in the auditorium, you're here and gestures like above her head mm-hmm. and she dismisses us. So we Chloe. go upstairs and Holly um, wants Abby to do her job. She wants her to go to the competition. She wants her to stay there until it's over. And you point out that um, that's part of our fee. Yes. She, you know, she's acting like an asshole. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> notice in um where our kids are practicing brooke and Paige have on the same or brooke and chloe have on the same top no i didn't i think it was the same top ah i'm sure we had all the same Which same very unusual. but usually if we went into class and they had the same top on we would have changed it yeah maybe yeah. i was just seeing things yeah uh maybe yeah but um even if the girls did have the same outfit, they didn't wear them at the same time. But I don't know. Maybe they were twins. Melissa and I were twins. Brooke and Chloe were twins. Uh, so we all agree that the pyramid was miserable. And you say we know exactly what happened and she changed the truth. Yeah, she did. It's funny how that works. Yep. Um, and I say every time something goes wrong, um, Abby gets up and leaves. Yes. Which, it's the same thing that happens with Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abby does say in an interview, though, like we see her, we cut to her and she's like, I'm a little nervous about Chloe leading this team to victory. Next star is tough. And she really wishes that Maddie was ready to go with her head back um, in the game. So love, love an opportunity to be like, this one sucks. Yeah. But why did she pull it if, um, 
Maddie solo? Oh, I feel like that was a little bit of gaslighting from Abby to fuck with Maddie. I really do. Really? I do. I think that that, I mean, the whole thing, like when she talks to her later, it's very unnerving. Like when you watch the psychological, like manipulation of an adult to a kid, I think. My question is, is if she pulled the solo, now she said right at pyramid before the week of practices even started, she said she pulled it. So why later on in the episode, did we see Maddie having solo practice? Yeah, true. She didn't have a solo, like, cause we'll see her in there practicing. So yeah. she, solo was pulled. Why was she practicing? Cause we sure as hell wouldn't have been in there practicing. I think Abby knew the whole time she was going to put it in there. And yeah. She was putting it in there to throw Chloe off. Oh, probably. Yeah. That's what I think. Probably. Probably. I mean, look, I was trying to like, I don't know, like go outside of that, that same old storyline, but I'm, why would it be any different? Yeah. So I say that, you know, if Abby wants to leave, she should go ahead and leave that we don't need her. Yeah. <laughs> I I love that. Um, and you ask Melissa if she's upset because Abby lied to her. And Melissa says that she was flying home to her mom and Melissa called her a car. She went to Florida. She did not go home to her mom. I know. Yeah. So uh, like, yes, I know, but they're like pushing this. Was Mrs. Miller sick at the time? Yeah. But it, Abby wasn't rushing home to be at her bedside. She was going to Florida to sit at her pool. Yeah. But in, in Melissa's interview, she says that, you know, Abby's mom was very sick. Mm -hmm. She said, I, but I think Abby was really embarrassed over Maddie for getting her solo. Yeah. That did sound a little Franken-bitty though, but maybe, I mean, look, but it is true that that was what Abby was flipping out about. But I'm in an interview and say, the truth is out. Melissa needs competition. She even helped her call a cab. Uh, Well, I'm not shocked. Are you? No. See, now here's the problem. Melissa's the one who's responsible for that shitty cab that showed up then. Yeah. With the bumper falling off. They could have found a better one. You would think. Uh, exactly. I'm surprised Abby didn't have them showing a limo picking her up. Uh, please. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we asked Melissa if, you know, she's going to talk about Abby or talk to Abby about her lying to Melissa at the competition. And Melissa says no. And Holly reminds her that friends don't do that to friends. And me and you are encouraging um, Melissa to ask Abby about her behavior. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, go ahead, keep going. I'll I'll give my comment in a minute. But you're telling Melissa that you think it should be her who asks Abby because she's the one that, you know, Abby didn't really lie to us. She lied to Melissa to get the cab. Correct. And I said, it should be you having the confrontation with her, not us. And I want to point out Dig a little deeper in that statement. I am talking about having confrontations on the show because they wanted us to confront Abby about this leaving thing still. And we had kind of put it to bed. Like you left, you know, we said all of it. And now the storyline shifted to Abby lied to Melissa. And you can kind of tell in the conversation with Melissa, 
I was like, we don't want to do it either. You know, I'm like, we don't want to do it. And I'm like, this is a chance for you to step up. And she's like, I know, I know, I know. And I was talking about like pulling your weight on being on TV where you have to say shit that you don't want to say. Exactly. Exactly. Or, or say something negative to the dance teacher. Exactly. And so when I'm saying you should be the one, I, it sounds like I'm like pushing Melissa. And obviously she keeps saying like, oh, they're bullies. They're pushing me to do this. But I'm talking about pulling your way to being a cast member on a TV show that you signed up for. We say, we don't think that Melissa cares about Abby mistreating her, but she says that we're just trying to cause trouble and drama. Yeah. And I don't want to be the one fighting this week. I want somebody else to do their job. <laughs> me too. Yeah. But you say, look on the bright side. We're going to LA. Yeah. Melissa says she's glad that Kathy won't be there. And then we talk about, you know, how Kathy acted at the um, last competition. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I've never, and you say this, you've never seen somebody so happy to get ninth place. Like, whoop. She kept making, she kept saying, whoop. I know. Whoop. (laughs) Ah. But then I point out that it was only by one point. It's true. Whoop. <laughs> like you shouldn't be that excited ever. No, nope. nope. If you blew us out of the water, then you deserve a whoop. But one point you need to settle, dial it back. You just get a little like, woo. Yeah. So then we go and they, we show us at candy apples and they're rehearsing their group number. And Kathy says in her interview that the candy apples dance team came in full force they beaten upstage the Abby Lee dancers. I'm on top of the world right now. She's an idiot. Um, but I do love that. If you notice, Kathy always says Abby's team name wrong. I started to pick up on this. She never says the ALDC or the Abby Lee Dance Company. She's always like the Abby Lee girls or the Abby Lee dancers, which I think was a subtle rebuttal to Abby never saying candy apples because neither wanted to promote the other one's studio. Yeah. Yeah. She still said Abby Lee though. Yeah. Yeah. But did you see the cake? No. I mean, I saw it. I didn't look close at it. It's a Moyo's cake. Oh, I thought you meant like what was on it. Well, just said like something I'm was assuming it candy was a apples. cake. Of course it was. Three. I know, but I was jealous. Why didn't we get that? Yeah. We never got anything. We probably didn't even get lunch that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They're like, you get 50 cents to buy something that's 14 years old out of this shitty snack machine. That's yeah. your that's your uh, per diem. Go. Yep. So then we see all the candy apples kids and their stuff standing around a cake. And Kathy tells us that she has good news that Taylor was released from the doctor and she's now able to compete. And then, you know, Taylor walks in the room and everybody's happy. And she's wearing a costume man though. Wow. I was surprised at that dance wear. I didn't notice it. Oh my God. It was like, it looked like a costume. It was two pieces matching sequins. Yeah. I like thought she was coming in to perform. I, I really did. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, Abby says, oh, Taylor, the apple of my eye. She's like, girlfriend, you don't need those crutches. I was surprised that she was still on crutches. Mm-hmm. If she was approved to dance or cleared to dance, I wouldn't think she would still be on crutches. Correct. I thought that was a little weird. But, um, 
So the candy apples, you know, are all welcoming Taylor back and everything and having their cake that we didn't get. Uh Uh-huh. We did not get cake. I was always down for a Moyo's cake too. Yeah. So then they sit down and, you know, Kathy is saying that she's glad to have her back and she gives her hugs. And But she's like very nice to Taylor. And I'm like watching this and I'm like, oh my God, look at this kind dance teacher. It's so odd. Uh, yeah, we're not used to that for sure. No. Um, so Kathy helps her remove her little cast thing. And Kathy says she never wants to see Taylor's cast again. They were giving the boot to the boot. <laughs> oh, God. You can always count on Kathy for a cheesy line. Yes. So Kathy's in an interview and she says that um, they're, rehearsing, they're rehearsing like maniacs and they intend to beat the Abby Lee dancers again and again and again. Great. And so the um, kids and the moms all do like a toast to them. With red solo cups. Yeah. Where was their coffee cups? I know. We just have coffee cups. Yeah. I think later we have solo cups. I think we do. We later on. Okay. Well, there's a shot of you. Well, I'll. I think later on this episode. I mean, later on in the. Like in, in the, the series? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can see you Maybe flailing your season. arm wildly, Cal. Maybe next season. Good <laughs> <of> the word. <laughs> All right. Kelly's flailing her arm about wildly for those of you who can't see her. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, so then we go to the LDC and we have five days to the competition and they show Chloe rehearsing. And Abby's telling Chloe that, you know, um, she needs to practice looking at the judges. Uh-huh. In, in, in an interview, she tells us, um, like, about Chloe's number. It's a hot number. She's on fire. And the number is good um, for her because it's a nice song and it's short. So let's hope she don't forget it. Meanwhile, Chloe didn't forget her dance last week. It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chloe was fine. Yeah. So Abby said, tells, is talking to Chloe and she says that you're, um, you've been at the top of the pyramid before, but you haven't stayed there. So getting there is one thing and staying is another. Why doesn't she say, I challenge you to see how many weeks you can stay? Oh, cause that's not the way she speaks to Chloe. Okay. Got it. Noted. <laughs> so you're an interview and you say that there's so much pressure on Chloe this week, um, that it's, easy to get to what you say about Abby saying it's easy to get to the top and it's hard to stay there. So of course, Chloe is going to fail. Oh, I hate that. I said that. I wonder if that was a pickup. I do like my makeup, but I didn't like that. You would think that you, I don't think you thought Chloe was going to fail. No, I think I I thought Abby Abby wants Chloe to fail. And that's why I think she pulled the dance and then like at the last second, put it back in. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And also why she gave a group dance that Chloe was the lead in really shitty choreography. It was bad. Yes. It was bad. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're upstairs and we're getting ready to leave. And we remind Melissa that we wanted her to confront Abby. And (laughs) so you, (laughs) Melissa, have a few words you want to say to Abby and I would like to hear them. (laughs) I am such a bitch, but I, again, I'm talking about production. Like you have to talk to Abby. Like I want to hear it. 
but it just makes me sound like such a raging bitch. Mm -hmm. But I mean, look, I am a raging bitch at times. So whatever. So we, Melissa says, you know, um, she thinks that the moms are bullying her. Uh uh, Abby lied to Melissa, but she needs to deal with it on her terms. And that's she wants to do it privately with Abby, not in front of the other moms. Code word in front of the cameras. Confrontations privately too, but (laughs) reality show, so it doesn't work that way. But so we all go downstairs, um, and they cut to Melissa, you know, going up to the front desk, and we're following her. And Abby or Melissa tells Abby that um, she's getting a lot of slack from us, and we're saying that you know she's kissing Abby's butt. And Abby says, of course, that we're jealous. My favorite is that she just walked up and literally like kicked us under the bus. Like threw us. Like she can't, she's like, the moms are all making me. And she's like, and then Abby's like, they're jealous of Maddie. What? We've been jealous since day one and we still are. Uh Again, I think when you say to somebody all the time, you're jealous, you're jealous. I think that is such a cop-out because it's easy to just turn to somebody and be like, you're just jealous. It's like Mm -hmm. a three-year-old or a third grader on the playground. You're like, you're jealous. You're just jealous. Yeah. Um, Oh, this gets real good. Interesting. Really quick with me. Why? What do you do? Well, because you are like, you are like, no, we just want our kids to know that you have them or you're backing them up. And then Holly's like, oh, yeah, we travel as a team. And I say, oh, Abby, you know, of course, is like, you know, well, you don't pay for me to travel, my airfare and blah, blah, blah. And I say, that's just excuses to cover your ass. And then she's calling the police to get me out of here. She tells well, Rachel. She's calling 911. To get me out of there, to get me off of her property. Because I'm telling you, Kelly, this was between the end of 2A and 2B. We had a break, okay? And Abby was pissed that Chloe ended on a good note. And she wanted me off the show at this point. And that's where she's like, you can't speak to me, call 911. She was constantly threatening to call the police and have me removed. And that's where I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, okay. Like call the cops. I love how she says that, you know, she um, pays for hotels and her airfare and all that. First of all, the, the show pays for all that. Sure. But when we weren't on the show. I was just going to say that. Competitions. Like if Brooke was going for a title, we had to pay for a hotel room or share a hotel room with her. Uh-huh. Yes. I know that. Even then she wasn't paying for it, but she's no. not paying for it now because the show is. No, but she just likes to say stuff and then people think it's true. Just like she can't even be here talking about me. Well, yeah, I can because I'm a cast member on a reality show that's paying for all of this and uh, you can't call 911 and get rid of me, but she's going to constantly threaten me. So that's what I'm saying. It's really taken a dark turn. I don't remember what happened between the two that really pushed her to like super hate me other than just she was mad that chloe had a a good episode so we go to mackenzie's solo and mackenzie's an interview and says that um i do a lot of tricks in my solo and i'm really excited (laughs) and her and abby are rehearsing and she's abby's just shouting out corrections and um Abby tells her too about looking at the judge. She's like, she, mm-hmm. she can't be Chloe. And how about Abby is being so nice? 
Oh my God. It's nauseating. You're matured. You're so great. Um, you know, double high fives. You remembered it. Yay. And I'm like, are we kidding? Yeah. But Abby in her interview says, um, that she just loves this number and that's half the battle that Mackenzie's excited and she loves the difficulty and the prop. It, like we always say, choreography mm-hmm. means a lot. Yeah. Sets the stage. Yeah. So then Mackenzie says things over and they give high fives and, you know, Abby's like applauding for her, which is so nice. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the group rehearsal and Abby says that Chloe is the lead of this week's, week's group routine. Can she handle it? I don't know. She's used to looking at Maddie out of the corner of her eye to see what she's doing next. Again, setting, saying stuff like that because she can, and then it makes everyone believe that that is the truth. Yeah. So Abby also says that um, if Chloe wants to stay on top of the pyramid, this is how I'm going to train her. Which, how was she training her? Just being mean? Being mean. What else is new? Right. She's, she's done that the whole season and mm-hmm. still weren't on the top. Right. <laughs> oh my God. This is the moment though. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. What? We're upstairs. So Holly's talking. She's talking to Melissa, like about her conversation not going as planned. But Kelly, I could not even pay one drop of attention to Holly because in the side of the screen, all you can see is your cup being drank. Like you're drinking out of your coffee cup. It is, it's Holly, but like all you see is your coffee cup moving up and down as you're drinking. Really? Yeah. I must have been thirsty. You were thirsty. Was mm, we haven't had a drink for anything. I feel like we should drink. Have a drink for your drink. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I'm probably gonna lose my. I'm um, using my cute little umbrella. Oh yeah, and I like your stripy glass. It looks like a Dr. Seuss glass. It's a margarita glass, but I figured a pina colada is close enough. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you were saying to Melissa that she needs to step up to the plate. That this was the perfect opportunity for her to do it. But instead, she threw us under the bus. Mm-hmm. And Melissa says, it's so hard for me. And you're like, it's hard for all of us. Yeah, dance moms. It's hard. Yeah. Welcome to it. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, and you in an interview say that um, Melissa says that the moms were mean to her and that we never take her side. But Melissa lied to us again. And so how can we trust her when somebody who constantly lies? I don't know. um so I'm I I confront Melissa about not sticking up for herself which she never does Mm -mm. um and she says you know that we we say that she never stands up for her and she herself and she's a doormat and we have said that so many times before like I mean remember the fight we had we all fought with her about Mackenzie Mm -hmm. we fought with Abby over Mackenzie because Mm -hmm. Melissa would do it yeah but your eye roll is epic I know. It's I a good one. Oh, too. Yeah. You have a great eye roll there. Yeah. Love it. Yes. So then we go to trio rehearsal with Brooke, Chloe, and Paige. Um, and I say that this is going to be a challenging trio because the three of the girls, both they all dance different styles. Mm-hmm. Which couldn't be more true. 
But also they all had been in dances together before. I mean, obviously they all do a group dance every week. Every week. Yeah. Right. I I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure I was probably told to say that. I was just going to say, yeah. Well, I definitely was told to say what I say in the next or in my next interview because it sounded terrible. But go ahead. Tell us what happens because it's very. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance moms. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So It's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar.
be, uh, you know, humbling. Abby has Maddie come over and demonstrate for the girls. Now, here's where I am kind of going to. Abby always tells Brooke she's the role model. Yeah. But then, like, you're bringing Maddie in to demonstrate. Mm-hmm. I really don't think we needed a demonstration. No, but even in Pyramid, when she gave us uh, Maddie's placement, she's like, you're the leader of this team. That's why you're there. But yet she says to Brooke, you're the leader, but you're not. But you are, but you should be, but you're not. She's not the leader, but she should act like it. Right. Like maybe you should start treating her like the leader. Right. I think Brooke's point. Right. But you're in an interview and you say that um, you're confused. Um, why is this swing demonstrating the choreography? And this is another way for Abby to rub it in their faces um, that she feels like Maddie's the best dancer in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so Abby tells um, Maddie to count Chloe's section. Um, and she, Abby wants Chloe to realize that this is um, how hard she pushes Maddie. And this is how she trains girls to get to the top of the pyramid. Really? Because I've never seen anybody count Maddie's part for her. And I I think basically she's saying there that she's training her hard, which means that's why she's being mean to her. But she doesn't be mean to Maddie. And I seriously think that's the reason why Maddie does good is because it's positive reinforcement, not negative. Yeah. Yeah. And also, P.S., Chloe was fine counting her own choreography, considering she had been Maddie's duet partner at this point for, what, two years? So she didn't need uh, anybody to count her choreography. It's just a way to humiliate her Mm -hmm. and make her feel, you know, like you're down here. And and honestly, it's a way to humiliate all three of them because... um, like, here's Abby telling her in the next breath, you know, Maddie, you watch Chloe because I have to watch Paige. Like, yeah, it's so like she's their teacher. Yeah. That's her overwatching. Like, she's like the assistant teacher. And it's creating a real division between the girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Maddie is in an interview and says that um, it's hard having Chloe at the top of the pyramid, but she's happy for Chloe, but um, she feels weird because she doesn't have a solo. Mm-hmm. And upstairs, I say that I don't understand like the choreography. It seems really stupid. <laughs> Ollie's like, she's not impressed. And I just say that, you know, they're doing a lot of posing and walking around and where is the technique, which I, there was no technique in that. None. Really, that's why I'm saying I don't think we needed a demonstrator because there was nothing difficult in it. No. And I, you know, Abby always says, like, I can do anything I want with choreography. And uh, do you think that maybe she could have even been setting them up to lose? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like kind of uh, like, like redundant. You can't win if Maddie isn't in it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so um, we're saying that we hate that move. The girls are going to break their knees. And Abby tells Chloe that no judges want to see them bang their knees on the floor. I don't okay. think either. Mm-mm. So then we go to Chloe's solo rehearsal. And Abby asks um, Maddie, Nia, and Chloe. Or God, I can't even speak. Abby asks Maddie, Nia, and Paige to judge Chloe's solo. Now, who... We never do that shit. 
Never. 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 Um, okay, go ahead. You go ahead. No, just in Abby's interview. She's wearing two different earrings. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Ah, thought it was odd. Yeah. But Abby in the interview kind of like is backing herself up and says that a good dancer gets better by watching other dancers. Okay. She has us sitting in there. Which sure. Like, yeah. Sure. I believe that. Okay. Sure. Did you see John Michael? They flashed mm-hmm. like the dance room. John Michael was in there. I did. So Melissa's in an interview and she says that um, usually Maddie has a lot of pressure on her with multiple routines and that she's happy that um, she only has to worry about one dance this week and that's the group dance, but that's more pressure for Chloe. Well, I got it, Melissa. Don't worry. <laughs> um, you say that you don't know where Abby comes up with these ideas. The moms um, teach their kids to support each other and not be judgmental. And Abby puts everyone in an awkward position. Uh, yeah, this whole, the next three minutes is so awkward where she's like, tell Chloe what she did wrong. Yeah, like, the, I don't know. I just think it's wrong, but. Yeah. But Paige starts off and says that. Uh, I don't even know what she said. Something about like a foot being flexed yeah, or pointed. I don't know. Abby cuts in and says, you know, she saw Oh, that. I saw that. Yeah. And then she, you know, asks Nia and Nia's an interview saying she doesn't like judging Chloe. Um, She's her friend. If friends, if my friends were judging my dance, I would want them. It would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That's very wise, Nia. Uh, Yeah. Um, Nia tells Holly that, or Nia tells Chloe that it was good um, and that she needs to make sure she makes eye contact throughout the dance. And then Abby agrees with her. Oh, then Chloe says, I did look at you in the eye. And then Abby's like, don't argue with her. You just say, okay, thank you. And apply it. Because people aren't going to waste their time telling you something if it isn't true. So I was like, okay. Okay. So then we get to Maddie. um, And she tells Chloe that like in between her transitions and stuff is messy. Mm -hmm. And the whole time, Chloe just looks so defeated and like, just, I, I would feel that way too. Like, here's my friends telling me everything I did wrong. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. So Abby tells Chloe that, um, you know, they're flying 3000 miles away and no one knows who the ALDC is. And Chloe is the one representing Abby's entire career. Okay. No, wait. Pressure on you, Chloe. None. No pressure. Chloe and Abby are wearing matching outfits. They're both wearing blue with rhinestone crap. Chloe actually has blue rhinestone earrings on. So we need to drink because I'm ashamed. All right. I'm taking my little umbrella out. Screw the fanciness. It's too hard to drink. Put that in there. I'm ashamed. I'm so sorry. Did you guys play on that? Yeah, I called her. Just after I hung up with Melissa about the jean jacket, I gave Abby a call. So in, in our interview, Abby says that Chloe's the lead of the group and that she needs to step it up and be in charge. You need to be here. I thought Kenzie was doing a solo too, but whatever. Okay. Well, Kenzie does do a solo, doesn't she? I know, but she says Chloe's the only one doing a solo. Well, I think that's because we know that Kenzie's, that's why hers is good because she's not really competing against us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yep. All right, so we're doing group rehearsal and Abby tells Chloe not to be late. The pressure is on her and that she can't screw the whole thing up. 
No pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Yeah. Chloe says in her interview that she has three dances this week and she's feeling pressure and a little nervous. I can't imagine why. No, but I do have to say that is really hard to do that every week. Yeah. And also with somebody barking down your throat, the pressure is here, the pressure, you need to win the pressure, but I'm going to give you bad choreography. I mean, we say that even when Manny does it every week, that's a lot. Oh yeah. Like I, I'd been like, I can't do this every week. That's too much work. Absolutely. But, um, so Abby tells Chloe that she's guessing and needs to look at Maddie to know what to do. Um, that's the problem. And she needs to know the music. I don't know. But she's, this, go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, like, she's complaining to Chloe about looking out of the corner of her eye, but she always says, you know, to, to be mm-hmm. together or whatever, to look out of the corner of your eye at the, the person that you're dancing next to. So are you saying that Abby contradicts herself, Kelly? I say that every week. I know. Yeah. So then we're, they show upstairs and um, Melissa says that, you know, Chloe's saying that her hip hurts mm-hmm. and Chloe tells Gianna that, you know, she's in pain and they're, you know, talking about how she can fix it and sit down, like rest it for a little bit. I'm thinking it's a combination of uh, pressure and like feeling like shit that your friends just had to critique you and just like this sucks and I don't want to play this game anymore. My hip hurts. Let me sit down and um, cry for a minute because my bearings, you know, like, yeah, humiliated. Yeah, I agree. Now, wait, I do have a question, though. Um, I'll ask you on the after party. Let me put this here. Go ahead. So you ask about getting ice and you're going to you go downstairs and um, check on Chloe. Do you see your mic in the back of that shirt? No, I didn't. You can really see it. Usually they hide it pretty good. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that shirt's pretty thin. Like I remember what shirt that was. I'm surprised that you could see that. And I'm surprised I didn't catch that because usually I catch that. Yeah. I could really see it. Hmm. No, I didn't. I missed it. I missed it. Um, if you, you're in your interview and you say that you can tell that something was wrong with Chloe while she was rehearsing. Yeah. (laughs) She wants to kill herself. That's kind of wrong. Yeah. Um, so you go into the room and you give Chloe an ice pack and you say that it's her, um, hip flexors. And if it hurts that you would rather her rest and that way she would be ready for the competition instead of, you know, rehearsing. Yeah. Overuse injuries. You know, grind out those hips, Brooke, or whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah. Grind it down. I'll never get over that as long as I live. Yep. Gross. So um, you say um, that, you know, you kiss Chloe goodbye and Chloe thanks you. I thought that was so cute. She was, you were like, give her a little kiss and whatever. And she's like, thanks, mom. Aww. You say that Chloe's in pain, but is holding up well because she knows that this is her week to shine. I don't know, or I don't think she would give up that for anything. Which I mean, it is her week to shine, but that is a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I want to say this too. Um, 
and I'm, I trust me, I'm not making excuses. I'm just pointing something out. Like that's a lot of pressure. And then you also have that added uh, element that we are traveling across the country, which exhausts you. So then we go to the other studio and Abby walks in and is thrilled that Maddie is working on her dance. And this is where I'm saying she's in there working on her solo, but she wasn't doing a solo this week. So why would you we wouldn't be allowed to use a studio. Correct. If correct competing. And guess what else? There certainly wouldn't be a cameraman in there filming it. Exactly. Exactly. So Abby says in her interview that after learning a number and not finishing it, I have a question. So mm-hmm. This solo that Maddie is practicing, that mm-hmm. is the solo that she forgot. Mm-hmm. And that's the solo she's going to compete this week. Correct. That she would have had to have what, like six weeks in between yeah. of filming to work on it? Yeah. Like, I, I just, wish we had six weeks to do anything. But even though, when Paige forgot her solo, she didn't get to compete it the next week. Correct. So another week to practice it and compete it. Correct. We we just kind of skipped that solo. So why didn't we just skip this one? Correct. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Cal. There's all these questions that are just so, hmm, so, so weird. Can't yeah. figure them out. I just want to point out all of this is directed at Abby. Like it's so, it's so directed at her and just, ugh. Oh yeah, I mean none of this is Maddie's fault. Maddie, oh my god, no, no, Abby's the one that had her do it. I, I'm totally agree with that. It's definitely Abby's fault, not Maddie's. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Maddie finishes dancing, and Abby starts to talk about her forgetting her dance at the competition last week. And Maddie, in her interview, says she's not sure what happened. Um, she blanked out. She forgot her dance. And she ran off stage. And Abby says that her re- reputation. Uh, it's her reputation and says that um, Maddie needs to know the routine. And Abby in interview says um, she wants to see if Maddie can do her solo in my heart. And, you know, Maddie does it for Abby. And all of Abby's dreams came true at that point. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. I just, I don't understand why we didn't get to, ever redo our dances no but so abby claps for whatever you know tells her to be ready to compete at you know at any moment she might throw her on stage which is a terrible mean thing to say to a kid i'm sure that was very unnerving for maddie unless although i feel like abby would have definitely given maddie a heads up and just made it seem oh absolutely yeah but first of all, I, I think the kids are smart enough to figure out, just like I said, if you're practicing it, chances are you're going to do it. Yeah. You mean like, or if you go on a van secretly through the night and you have Kalani who isn't on the show with you and your costume and you put the costume on and you go backstage, you might be competing that duet. Yeah. You mean something like that? Yeah. But you oh, didn't okay. You didn't know. But you didn't know. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So we pull up in our van and Abby's like, the competition starts right now. Um, and Abby is in an interview and she says that next door is pretty much what she thought it would be. 
I have a question. When you're watching the show, do you watch it on Lifetime ever? Yeah. Yeah, like like you yeah. stream it on Lifetime, not Hulu. Okay. Have you seen the ads during the commercial break for Lifetime's movie club, like the Lifetime movies? Yeah. Kelly, I fucking die every time those ads come on. They are the most like trashiest Lifetime movies ever. And I think that one day you and I should watch a Lifetime movie and recap it as a bonus on Patreon because you know they're wild. You know they're wild. Oh, God. Diane is such a bitch. She's sending me pictures of me on the show looking terrible. Why would she do that? I want to see. No, they're terrible. Wait. Okay, you ready? Here. My God. I look like I look like Blonde Delta Burke. Oh, Oh, my. I'm a little yeah, just got top on, of course. And I'm a little hefty there. Holy crap. Okay. So I say that the uh, trio is going to compete first. And Abby tells everybody to get fired up that she thinks they have a chance because everybody she's seen so far was really bad. Like, who says that? I was just going to say, could you imagine being one of those studios there and watching this on oh. TV? Yeah. And like, oh, she's saying we're bad. Uh huh. And I remember this particular dressing room so vividly, like walking outside. I remember standing outside at lunch, talking to you. I just remember this competition. Like I can picture the whole thing so easily in my head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know why this one stands out so much to me. No idea. I don't know. But we see before, um, before like you're talking about the trio, we see a close-up of somebody's foot stretching. And before I even saw who it was, I was like, oh, that's Brooke's foot. Cause I, I know her foot. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. She does have pretty feet. Mm-hmm. Even though the one has a big old scar on it. Oh yeah. Um, so you say in your, in your interview um, that you knew Abby and Melissa couldn't go one competition without Maddie having a solo, that it's frustrating because it puts more pressure on Chloe and makes her feel um, that she's not good enough to lead the team. Um, that I totally miss where they said that she was doing it. Uh, no, I don't know. It was weird. I think, oh, I think... Uh, I think she was just like whispering in her ear or something like, no, I think what happened was that Abby saw the program book and saw that she was listed. And then she starts saying to her, um, like, I need you to do the solo. Cause that's where it goes at this point. She starts like talking to her, like, I know you feel like you can't do it, uh, but I think you should. And I really need you to do it. And and Maddie's like, how about next week? You know, it's, I really don't think Maddie wanted to do it. No, this is a very weird. And Maddie looks so nervous and uncomfortable. It's a very codependent relationship. It's really weird. And, and it's codependent on Abby's part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Maddie's in her interview and she says, um, that, um, she hasn't been confident um, in the back of her mind, she's always thinking she's going to forget her dance and she don't want, she doesn't want to be distracted. And she's, you know, I, I just think it's so much pressure on her. Mm-hmm. Even though she still practiced, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I can't imagine that it, as a kid, like all this pressure that Abby is putting on her, even if 
even if she practiced, even if it's this, even if it's that, like, she's still a kid. And like, she's trying to navigate this world where like this adult is putting pressure on her. There's a show, there's her friends, you know, it's very, I would think it was, you can just tell that she is just out of sorts about all of it. So Abby tells her, you know, you know, I believe in you and I don't think that she's a failure and um, you have to believe in yourself and, you know, maybe she could perform the dance later. Where is the pep talk like that and that opportunity for everyone? I know. I know. I just don't get it. So then we have the trio going on. So we go to the trio. With the world's ugliest costumes. Yes. That's Those costumes are terrible. In it. Do, you, do you notice when you do things that are good and when my kids are in it, I'm telling you, it, it is on purpose. Uh, Every day with my kids is a terrible costume. Yeah, these are ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we see Paige and she says that she's nervous. It's the first time doing her solo with Brooke. And what if she makes a mistake? Abby's going to yell at her, which is so foreshadowing. because I know. She makes a mistake. Um, so Paige does the dance. Um, she forgets a kick and she goes, to, we go to interview again. The trio went well, except for I forgot a kick and I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. Uh, look, that dance was so terrible. Like it was like face. Uh, they even did the eyeball thing. This thing. Yeah. Uh, like, come on. Yeah. There, like you literally choreographed like that to be a whole movement instead of like a turn or something. It, that this trio was a joke. It really yeah. is. And I have the full dance. I'm going to share it, but it's like, it's funny. I'm sharing all these dances this week and this is all the bad choreography. Yeah. Sorry. It's what I have. Oh, yeah. Um, so Abby comes into the dressing room. And of course, the first thing she says is, you know, she asks Paige, you know, did you forget something? And Paige has like a little smirk on her face. And Abby's like, don't laugh about it. Maybe uh, you- she's nervous. Yeah. Like, I don't think she was really laughing. I think she was, I, I mean, and who even knows if that was the face Paige was making at that conversation? Like, exactly. I mean, like they could, I mean, half of ours are the different faces. It's just something. That's hard true. To- but whatever, if Paige was making a face, I'm thinking she's thinking, fuck you, Abby. Like, yeah, yeah I forgot a step. I'm not perfect. Yeah. That's no one I- is. Yeah. Um, so you're in an interview and you say after the trio, Abby walks in, and of course she blames Paige. Paige is the original fall guy. When it comes, when Abby comes in and says you didn't kick your leg, and apparently, if you don't kick your leg, it is the end of the world in the ALDC. Paige, Armageddon, it's it's upon you. You didn't kick. Well, I mean, look, I I detect no lies. Tall guy. Yeah. Glad it was you saying it and not me. Ah. It makes me look like a whiner. No, it doesn't make you look like a whiner. It makes you look like a narrator who's just calling out the bullshit. Yeah. And here I am calling out the bullshit. I say to Abby, you know, I don't think we're not going to win because Paige forgot her kick. I think we're going to win because the choreography sucked. Yeah. Oh my God. I, this is where I start dying. Um, that's it. Mother knows best, you know, Abby dismisses you. Yeah. Yeah. So then she totally just forgets about it and goes and talks to Mackenzie about mm-hmm. you know, getting ready for her solo. Come on, get on my lap. We're going to be besties. Let's have a little pep talk. Um, 
I just don't know why she doesn't do that with our kids. I know. I know. Here's what she says. You love the dance. It's cute. You look great. If you don't win, we'll blame it on your mother's stirrup feet. I guess there was something with the costume with stirrup feet. I don't know. If but everybody good. laughs. It's a chuckle. It's all good times. Like, you love the dance. It's cute. You're going to do great. I, I have never heard those words. I get paid. Lusak. Yeah. Well, then how about Abby is backstage with Mackenzie, like yeah. fixing her? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So Mackenzie's in interview and she says that she's nervous that she might forget the choreography and that Abby will totally yell at her if she forgets the dance. Nah, no, she won't, Ken's. Don't worry. Yeah. So we see Maddie or Kenzie go on stage and I actually really like this dance. Yeah, I did too. So did Melissa. She's getting down in the audience to it. <laughs> um, so we see Maddie or we see Kenzie. She's doing a double back handspring and she slips on the stage. And Melissa's like in the audience saying like, keep going, keep mm-hmm. going. So she messes up a little bit. You know, we see Paige and Chloe trying to comfort Mackenzie when she's crying. Well, and also Mackenzie forgets the choreography. She not only slips, but then she forgets to dance and runs off stage. Oh, she completely ran off? Yeah. Over. Oh, she finishes performing. Yeah, but she did forget after the round off. There was a moment that she forgot some of the choreography. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought she did pretty good getting back into it. Oh, I did too. Yeah, I think she did pretty good because she's she's young and that's really hard when you're out there. Yeah, and Abby even says, oh, she forgot. Like you see her mouth those words backstage. That's how we know she forgot. Abby said she forgot. Yeah. Um. So Paige is, you know, telling Mackenzie, you know, that her and Holly were sitting there saying that um, she definitely worked it and Mackenzie's crying and she's like, I fell, I got hurt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, you know, Chloe and Paige are just like, you know, talking to them about getting hurt and everything. And Abby, sweet little babies. Yeah. Abby in an interview says Mackenzie hurt her leg and she tried to stay on and keep dancing. And she says, I'll tell you what, she was in pain. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Uh... Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So then we're in the dressing room. Um, and Melissa tells Maddie um to tell her, you know, um, Mackenzie that she did good. And you know, I have a question because Melissa did this the last week with Maddie. She was like, Chloe, tell her it's okay. Tell her how it feels. You forget your dance, you forgot your dance before. And she says to Maddie, or yeah, tell Mackenzie it's okay. Why isn't Melissa comforting her kids? Like, why do other people have to do it? I I, I thought that was weird. I don't know. I mean, we had that in the beginning too. Yeah. I said that. Uh, So, you know, Melissa's telling Mackenzie not to cry. And Abby comes over and says, listen to me. I don't want, I don't want to look at this sad, horrible kid all day. Put a smile on your face. You're lucky the accidents happen. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I know. Then she's like, "Ugh, I hate being a good guy. I'd rather tell the, tell you, yell at you for running off. And, you know, Maddie comes over and 
you know, Abby tells Maddie to put her costume on if she feels better later that um, she's going to do her dance. And she, Abby says, you know, she's putting her foot down. And did you see Melissa on her phone there? No. Like, I don't know why I felt that way. Like Abby was telling her Maddie she had to dance. And it was like, Melissa was like frantically almost like weird, like on her phone. Like she was like texting somebody, like a producer or something, like mm. saying something. It's kind of just, I don't, I don't know why I got that vibe. Okay. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we go to uh, Maddie in an interview and Maddie says that, you know, Abby wants her to do the solo, but um, she's not comfortable doing it. And, you know, Abby goes outside and they're going back and forth. Um, Abby tells Maddie that it's her decision. Yeah. But I'm going to manipulate you about it. Yeah. Even though it's not really. Yeah. She, you know, it's Maddie's decision, but she has confidence in her. And, you know, Abby says that um, she, she forced Maddie to run her solo in the dressing room. Um, And I don't know. Maddie's voice, just when she's like, I don't want you to be, to make you mad, but I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm not ready. Like, I just feel like the poor kid was like traumatized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. she didn't want to do her dance when yeah. she wasn't really even supposed to. I don't know. I, I mean, we it, it's so hard because we don't know what happened. I mean, when when we do this, and, and this is to everybody, whenever we are reiterating all of this, we're only saying what we saw. Like I saw yes. what happened with me and my kids. Christy saw what happened with her and her kids. I don't know what happened with Melissa and Maddie and Abby during this because we, they did all that secretly behind doors. Yeah. They might've told Maddie that she was doing a solo. They might've not told her. I don't know. Right. And there are some times that we, we do know stuff that happened because it happened in front of us that might not have aired on the show, but this is a case that we don't know. And I don't know what they're thinking. Everyone's always like, why don't you say what all the moms are thinking? I'm like, I don't know what a mom was thinking. And I'm certainly not going to speculate and like put words in someone's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But so Abby tells um, Maddie that it's fine. And Maddie apologizes to Abby and gives her a hug. And Abby in her interview says that she thinks it's a confidence issue and that Maddie feels like a failure. Everybody feels like a failure when you forget to dance. It's just, yeah, we all do. Um, so we're in the dressing room and Abby's talking to Chloe um, and she, re- she reminds her about, you know, that it's tough being on the top and it's harder to stay there and blah, 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 blah. And Chloe looks freezing because it probably was. <laughs> but, and um, I start bitching that I'm, I think that she's trying to psych Chloe out. Uh, it's what? I think she was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I said, let the kids do her thing. Stop putting pressure on her. And then she won't crack. Like, where's the lie? Like, where is the lie? Yeah. But I like whenever Chloe says, you know, that um, she thinks that Maddie froze on stage because it was a lot of pressure. Because yeah. It is. Yeah. It totally is. Um, yeah. So then we see Chloe. Um, she's practicing backstage. And um, Maddie solo is announced. And this yes. is where she was frantic when yes. we're in the audience. And I, I mean, I, I thought Maddie was going to have a nervous breakdown because mm-hmm. she was sitting in the audience. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I seriously thought she was going to have a, a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Melissa tells Maddie to stop crying. And she says, you know, that this happens to everybody. Maddie gives Melissa a hug. And M- Melissa's, you know, trying to console her and whatever. And then we have Chloe announced that she's next. And she goes on. Yeah. No mind fuck there. Right. Like uh, Maddie's announced, whatever. Uh- like this whole drama and Abby standing in the wings on the other side, not like giving her a pep talk or wasn't she on the other side with Maddie? No, Maddie was in the audience. Oh, she was, maybe she, I think she was over there because of Kenzie. Remember she was behind the stage with Kenzie when Kenzie was doing her dance. Yeah. But there was time in between Mackenzie was done. So she was just, I don't know what she was backstage. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it was closer together. I don't know, but um, but also, did you see in the audience when they announced Maddie, everybody was kind of looking around and Melissa starts telling everyone she's sick. She's sick. She's sick. Oh yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why she just didn't say like, she's not like, dancing. Like it's none of anybody's business. Why she's not dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think it, that whole thing was horrible with Maddie. Mm. Um, so we go to you at interview, or sorry, we go to Abby and she says that they announced Maddie because, um, they didn't know that Abby had taken care of it and that they had scratched it. Um, it went from bad to worse. Um, that, and that's when Maddie's, you know, hugging her and we go to you an interview uh, this week's competition is going to be hard. We're at a new competition. Chloe is dancing at the bottom of her age division and the competitors have been practicing their routines for months. Truth be told, the stakes are really stacked against us. And yes, they are. And Chloe does her solo, and you're just sitting there smiling. Mm-hmm. With a really weird bang situation happening. <laughs> Terrible. And you say, based on Chloe's performance, she thinks Chloe, um, she did good, that um, she was serious. And, you know, she was, but she was still fluent and beautiful. Yeah. And I said, this was one of my favorite dances. Uh, not at all. I don't know why I said that. This was not a favorite dance of mine yeah. in the least. No, hmm. I don't know. Good. I don't but know. Chloe said she felt good about her solo. Um, and if it doesn't do well, she's going to try again next week. If you get a solo. So we're back in the dressing room and the girls are um, working on the group number. And Melissa says on her interview that we're in the green room and the girls are running the number and Abby's screaming at them. Um, You really need to sell this on stage. Mm -hmm. And Abby seems miserable. And how about, do you see my daughter? Everybody's in their little bra tops. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Jacket. Has a jacket on. Not only a jacket, she has her sweatpants on underneath of her skirt. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Yep. I did see that. So Abby says, you know, the people at next door don't know her students. They don't know her reputation. They don't know anything about the, the AB, ugh, ALDC. And that concerns her. Um, Abby takes Maddie aside. She gives her a pep talk again. And Abby says, when you hit the stage, I want to see a leader. I want to see confidence. You are on my, you are not a top 10 dancer. You are a top three dancer. Um, 
if you would have done your solo, your name would have been, you know, her, her name. My name would have been up there. Yeah. I just love that. The pep talk. Yeah. You're the leader. Well, you just told Chloe this whole week that she's the leader. And she tells Brooke every day she's the leader. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't get it. But whatever. So we start the group dance and um, Chloe's the leader. Yeah. So cute. She comes out on stage. And I don't know. Did you like this dance? No. No? This dance was terrible. Like they, you missed the part where they all laid on the floor and rolled and Chloe slid across them. Yeah, that, that was really bad. Yeah. That was bad. There's so much part, this, I thought this dance was terrible. Like I thought everything about this dance was terrible. I really do. And apparently you do too, because we're about to hear from you. <laughs> so Abby says a group dance was cute, but she's not, you know, not how sure how cute dancing is going to go in California. Which yeah. We know that. Yeah. Like when you go to California, yeah. you're supposed to be doing like a dramatic, dark, lyrical. Well, like our, what do we call it? Electricity or something like that. Oh yeah. That too. And Correct. Like that's definitely more of an LA kind of dance. Right. Um, but you say you, that you thought the group dance did well, but um, you know, you don't know if it is up to California standards. Um, so then we start our interview or our awards and they announced that Mackenzie got 10th place for if the shoe fits. And Melissa says that she thinks Mackenzie had a good chance of winning until she fell, but she doesn't think that the judges even realized that she didn't finish her whole dance. Mm. I thought that was a pretty good dance of Mackenzie's actually. Mm-hmm. I do too. I really liked her dance this week. Uh-huh. I was surprised that that got 10. Yeah, they definitely knew she messed up or I think she would have done really well. I do agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So then we go to the junior solo awards and they announced that Chloe got fifth place for keep burning. And Abby says in her interview that my overall assessment of Chloe's solo would have been fair to good. She went out on stage and did the choreography as it was given, basically. Well, so. She got fifth place because that's the choreography. And she did the choreography exactly like you gave it to her. So mm-hmm. maybe the choreography was fifth place. Mm-hmm. So then we have the um, uh, junior duet and trios. And our girls got third place for girls in the house. Which actually is the highest score. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy because I thought that was terrible. Yeah. There must have been three dances in that category. I mean, it was <laughs> You know, you you just say that we had bad costumes, bad choreography, and that you think um, they did well for what they had to work with. And I agree. Yep. Yep. Then we do the group awards and we got fifth place. And I definitely have to say it was the choreography because I don't think anybody really messed up in this dance. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. It was terrible. That dance was so terrible. I agree. But she didn't have anybody to blame. And that's why the fight with you escalates. Because although she does come in and try to blame Brooke. Yeah, she comes in and blames Brooke about the her not being able to do a turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and But you say, like, you thought the girls were great in the group. They showed their personalities, which Abby said that they didn't have, but they did. 
And you said, and they looked entitled. I was cracking up at that because they were supposed to be entitled. Yeah, yeah. But she always says we don't use our faces and stuff. We always do. I mean, that's what I was trying to say. Like every week, I think she said it at Pyramid that you have to use your face and stuff for this. And and they did. Yeah. I'm just, I think I'm just trying to say like, why didn't you commend them for that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So Abby says the competition didn't go well. We got fifth place. And she's like, are you kidding me? Fifth place. We didn't come all this way for fifth place. We might as well have stayed home. Um, Abby, you know, she says the other two teams showed them up. Yep. Oh God. So we are in the dressing room and, you know, I mean, we're congratulating the girls. I don't know. I thought they did good, but Abby comes in and yells at them and says that, um, she tells the mom that we threw, we flew 3000 miles and did, did what they were supposed to do for what? Really? She's such a bitch. Like that's just such a bitch. This is the one I'm like, okay, but we, and she interrupts me and says, look at your daughter. She's 14 years old. She couldn't even do turns in second. Her knee was bent and she was late. Now, did you see Brooke come out from the curtain right as she was saying that? Yeah. And uh, Brooke needed to duck right back in there and hide. I know. But Brooke was like looking at me being like, mom, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, I just get so tired of it because when we were filming, and and we have said this many of times, we weren't getting any training. We no. were just filming. So we weren't getting any classes at all. So we could, we were not improving. If anything, we were getting worse. Correct. So how was Brooke supposed to get better in turns? Right. Because and you say that you said work on him with her, but we have no classes. Chloe and Maddie get are getting better with turns because they do them every day in their, in solos. their solos. Yes. Yes. Brooke doesn't do turns in her solos. She only does acro tricks. So there's no getting better at them. Yes. Unless you work with them on it. Yes. It's, that was my point. But she she makes it out like I'm just. I, well, I don't. you said work on it with her. And she said, go to class. I can't go to class. Correct. I, like, know I can't go to class. I, we would have loved to have gone to class because I think our dancing decreased. And oh, yeah. I couldn't agree with that more. It was worse. Uh, so yeah, she's telling Brooke to go to class and uh, you know, I'm telling her work on the turns and, um, Abby tells her do looks at Brooke and says, do 32 fuetes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. And, and I'm not saying Brooke can't do, I, you know, I'm like, you know, she can't do 32 fuetes. Yeah. Screaming at me. She can't even do one. Um, and at this point it's getting pretty heated and Holly is like, you know, telling the girls to leave the room and, you know, I'm just yelling at her, telling her she should work on them, that she's her teacher. Mm-hmm. And Abby's yelling at me, telling me I'm stupid all the time Ugh. and that I need to stop being an idiot. And Abby insists that, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just telling her she's a bad teacher, basically. Yeah. yeah. And I see her coffee cup too. Do I have a coffee cup? You do. Thank you. Um. So you go to interview and you say that you find it insulting that Abby came into the room and told the kids that they weren't committed. Uh, These kids work their butts off. Yeah. How do you say they're not committed? Like, how do you say that? I I mean, 24 hours a day, we were doing dance moms. 
Yeah. Like, how do you say we're not committed? How dare you? How dare you? So Abby tells me that I'm always unhappy and, you know, I'm just like, Abby, your choreography sucks. I, you said, ask every single woman watching the choreography out there. Yours sucked. It did. I know, but that was fucking amazing. Ask every single woman sitting there watching the choreography. Yours sucks. It did. And then as she does tell you that, you know, nothing. And she always tells me I know nothing. I know, I know. And in your interview, you say you think her choreography is getting stale and that she's been doing this for too long. I guarantee you, if you took a poll of everyone who watched Dance Moms or watches Dance Moms or whatever, I guarantee you most people would be like, hey, this choreography looks the same every week. It's, same as, it's every week. Yeah. That's yeah. What it's being stale because we do the same things all the time. Brooke Solo was the same every single week. It's just in a different order. Correct. All of it is. So here comes my favorite part of the episode. Go. I don't know where I'm at. I, just where I say, maybe I should go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then you say, um, or Abby screams at me that Christy and I, cause you um, say, maybe I should go somewhere else. Me and me Christy. Christy. Yeah. And she says, Christy and I, yeah, idiot, Christy and I, and that's why you all, you always say that to me. Always, always. And you go, Oh, fuck you. I know. And I go, my oh God, my God. <laughs> Kelly, she was like in, I remember looking over and seeing her in your face. I can vividly vividly remember my perspective. So it was really weird for me to see it on camera from a different angle. Cause I'm standing on the other side of you. Cause in my brain, her in your face is burned in my memory. How close she was to your face. Yeah, she always did that. I know. I know. Let's go back to season four. I think I'm tired of it after a while. And you said, Abby, you lost it. You've been doing it for too long. You're stale. Love it. Oh, and she tells me that my stale is better than you will ever be. And me and I love how me and you just laugh. Yeah, I laugh. I'm like, look in the mirror, girlfriend. Look in the mirror. <sighs> Abby's like, please. And I'm like, don't eat me. Don't eat me. <laughs> she was like in your face. I, I know. And that's how when she, she I said the same thing. In, what the episode that I leave. Oh, I know. I remember. Trying to eat me. I know. I know. Um, I literally wrote at the end of this in my notes, I wrote the word Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Christ. All right. So this is a long, this was a doozy. It was a dark one because you can start to see the breakdown of like how evil she's becoming. It was dark with Maddie. It was awful like how she screamed in your face it was terrible what she was like doing to chloe it was i hated this one so uh how many drinks did you need to make it through this episode i'm gonna say one i drank half a bottle of wine you think oh i did i sat here and watched it and drank half a bottle of wine oh yeah all right top of the pyramid for outfits um you said this i love that shirt i'll tell you what was at the bottom Well, there's two things. Number one, that blue dress, it made me look like I was four months pregnant. Oh, (laughs) why would I wear that? Uh, And number two, I'm going to pull this up for you. 
This deserves its own spot on the pyramid. You ready? Yeah. What is this? It's Abby. No, what is that ring? Oh my goodness, it's like a disco ball ring. It is, it looks like a, what are those ball candies? Yeah. It's the ring pop. It's the biggest rhinestone piece of crap I've ever seen. Oh my God, and it's yellow. It's yellow. It is yellow. So that deserves the bottom of the pyramid than my blue dress. But uh, yeah, your shirt's definitely at the top for me, for sure. How about uh, felonies or misdemeanors? Well, I'm I'm thinking I should have smacked her in the face this episode. When she- <laughs> Why did she was right there doing the same thing? Why didn't I just do it now? I could have been out two seasons. Yeah, what was I mean. That? I don't know as far as felonies or misdemeanors. I think my misdemeanor when I was like, Melissa, I believe you have something to say to Abby and I can't wait to hear it. I, like, I think that's funny though. That's, that's a misdemeanor. But as far as felonies go, I think Abby has a felony for being in your fucking face. I know. She always got in my face. Crafty and I. Crafty and I, you idiot. This is definitely called Kelly and I. Or no, it's called Christy and I. Christy and I, yeah. Christy and I, sorry. Christy and I! Ugh. We both, ugh, same time. Ugh. All right, what are your favorite quotes from this episode? Um, you start with that. I, I didn't mark any of them down. I loved when you said, ask every single woman watching yeah. the choreography, your sucks. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. I'll tell you um, one of the lines I hated. What? Was when Abby was screaming, some kids are just special. Oh, yeah. That's that horrible. That is horrible. That's so horrible. Um, are there any other funny ones? I mean, um, I don't think so. I didn't think this one had a lot of really funny, funny lines. Um, I, I hated, uh, you're not even supposed to be here. Call 911. Like, get away from me. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, it's she's so ridiculous. But anyway, so we have lots to chat about on the after show. I think I have a couple of stories. I took notes so I didn't forget them. Good. So we'll see you guys on the after party. That is over on patreon.com slash back to the bar. I'm telling my bathroom story when Abby oh, and I yay. had a meeting in the ladies room. Oh, yay. And uh, I have a couple. I have a couple. And we have lots of questions to answer this week. So we'll see you guys over there. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, 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 dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.